Hello, everybody. Welcome to No Excuse Talk podcast, and I'm with my co-host. Hello, it's amazing, Becky. Yes, uh, yeah, it's been a wonderful day so far, and uh, we are so glad to be here with you guys and share this uh, lovely day. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, how's it going? I'm alright. Yeah, feeling great. It's been a lovely day. Sunny. Can't complain when it's sunny. So. <laughs> that's that's nice that's nice you know i was just listening to the radio before i started i started this podcast and uh you know the new sound yeah you know the the african sound mm-hmm. uh which is seems to be a trending uh topic right now because uh, right. a lot of artists international based artists uh from the u.s and also from great britain i think uh mm-hmm. doing the same sound and uh you know, recently, uh, um, I think that was last week, uh, Wale, an American rapper, just released his uh, new album. Mm. And it's a track. Uh, I forgot what it's called. And that track, it, it's just got the African sound mm. and rhythm and the vibe. And it just keep, makes you want to dance and dance and, you know. Yeah. So, which is, which is a very good thing because it seems like everybody's trying to go back and... and to the motherland and copy or yeah. maybe do the sound the afro beat at the moment which is popping and uh everybody's trying to jump on that and, and do the same thing which i think is a good way of of promoting the african music you know that's right now so i think that's the only music that sells now because hip-hop already is dead i guess so bringing do you, do you think hip-hop is dead I'm afraid it is. <laughs> wow. I know some of you guys will not agree with it, but I feel like it's dead. I don't think so. I don't think hip hop is dead because why, why, what what makes you say that? I mean, I feel like the concept is missing because mm. I'm a big fan of hip hop. I grew up listening to Eminem, which is like, I think he's the best rapper alive. <laughs> really? Don't hate, please. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Obviously, Nas is there as well, and Jay Z. But I feel like nowadays. Why Eminem though? I mean, I feel like I, I was more related to his music than wow. anyone else. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, because I'll tell you why. Eminem is a white guy doing black music and trying to fit in, trying to prove that. He deserved to be there because he's, he's good at what he does. He got skills. He yeah. got skills. He got talent Talent as well. In my perspective, I, I was a black girl and growing up in white community, I think I was doing always doing thing. my best to fit in while people still felt like the color was a barrier. So I yeah. feel like Eminem being a, such a good rapper, if he was white, if he was black, sorry, it would be okay. Nobody would have said anything. But being white, still I felt like the color was always a barrier for him. So that's why I so felt you, like I so was more re- related to him than anyone else. So you guys shared the same struggle? Kind of, yeah. Wow, okay. That's, that's not... crazy though. <laughs> Shout out to Eminem, I think yeah. so. Yeah, Slim well, Shady fan. <laughs> yeah, well, you, yeah. That's good. Well, yeah. I, I never thought of it that way, but... You know, everybody yeah. relate to music in a different way. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's nice that you have your own experience and that makes you relate to music in more of a personal 
yeah. Uh, yeah, using personal experiences, which is I think is great, you know. So yeah. you know, me, I listen to music when I'm bored or when I'm maybe down really? or stressed or feeling happy, depending on what mood I am. Yeah. So I listen to music based on that. I don't listen to music because of yeah, of course, of of course, music can be a life and can also help. Um, sometimes when you're going through uh, difficult times in your life and yeah. you need something to. You know, puts you in a, you know, in in a space where you feel more alive, more, more, yeah. more energy. You know, so yeah. you know, so music sometimes take you to that space where you don't necessarily go. So, which is the reason why a lot of people listen to music, especially me when I listen to reggae, for example. My mm-hmm. my favorite artist is uh, Sizzler from yeah Jamaican. And uh, yeah, like Bob Marley. And I, I wasn't really a Bob, big Bob Marley fan. But really? Yeah. But I, I, I like Sizzler music. I like Bob Marley music, don't get me wrong. I love Bob Marley. I love. I prefer Stevie Marley and yeah. Damien Marley music than the Bob Marley music because I didn't really like. I think the Bob Marley music was great. Yeah. It was, it was nice. The concept, the content, everything was good. Yeah. You know, I just think the, the way the the reggae, the yeah. the sound was mm-hmm. just too heavy for wow. me. You know, I like more of uh, contemporary reggae sound. Yeah. The way Damien Marley's kind of do like a bit of hip hop and reggae rap and mm. you know, I like that. Yeah. So you know, I think maybe I was just too young to for Bob Marley. You know, maybe. so yeah. But I prefer I listen. I love Stephen Marley. You know, Stephen Marley is one of my best. Uh, reggae artist and then Sizzler Kalanji which is my favorite reggae artist so wow. yeah you know reggae music has always been there to take you to that journey or spiritual journey that you never want to make on your own and they take you there and you it makes you feel great and powerful wow. but coming back to African music you yeah. know because which seems like Everybody's doing nowadays, you know. African music is everywhere, you know. Turn on the radio, it's African music. It got some African element to it, you know. It's either the drums or the the guitar or the the way, the vibe, the rhythm. It just got some African thing going on, you know. So, which is a trend. I think everybody's trying to go towards the dance hall, African or Caribbean type music, you know, Mm -hmm. which seems to be a trending music right now because yeah. uh ordinary pop yeah. music i don't think is selling that well that's right so yeah i know i was listening to um wale song and um french montana as well which is i think they're brilliant artists to a nice album mm-hmm. you know and uh, i think i really enjoy those songs you know to hear from people who wale i think is I think, if I'm not wrong, I think Wale's parents are from... Nigeria, aren't they? Yeah, from Nigeria, Nigeria yeah. I guess, but yeah. I think he was born in the United States. States yeah. But French Montana, he's from originally Moroccan. Yeah. But I think so. I'm not sure. I he, think he's a Moroccan. Yeah. And, yeah, and he grew up in the United States. So yeah. they're still African, yeah. you know, in that aspect. But because they are big international artists. Mm-hmm. So for them to be able to take that sound and then you know putting high up there they are big artists yeah you know it, it's a beautiful thing i think it's, it's a big it's a big thing for for africa to to be out there because their music africa has been playing like doing music for over over years like many years and 
it, it's been very hard for Africa to to cross over. Yeah. You know, because of lack of infrastructure and record label and record company and all those kinds of things that makes music successful, they are not there. So. So it's nice to see a big artist like Wale and French Montana take that sound and and give it to the world, you know, That's which right. is beautiful. Mm. And also, yeah, and talking about like the whole idea behind the song, I think, you know, to see him shooting the video, yeah, because I actually saw the video on YouTube. To see him shooting the video on YouTube somewhere in Africa, Uganda, I think. Yeah, it's in Uganda. Yeah, actually, I think yeah. You, you have to see the video. He shot this video in a slum. Yeah, you know, and yeah. you see these kids dancing and celebrating, and you can see the joy and the life in them. It just blow you away. And I respect uh, French Montana for doing that. That yeah. that's 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 a big move. That's the Africa that we don't see on that TV. we don't see. You know, of course we do see the Africa that like, you know kids starving and you know the the normal nonsense you know yeah. about Africa that makes people uncomfortable. So, but to see that in a way that promoting yeah the good side, I think I think it's a lovely job. It's, yeah, that's yeah. right, and also it also confirms how music brings us together. Yeah. How powerful music is in our world in contemporary world or in our societies or like it doesn't matter where you're from music always bring happiness we all come to the same level we dance with love even french being they didn't show any kind of superior than you because i'm multimillionaire or whatever absolutely music has always been the i would say uh, you know like in life, you need food to mm-hmm. survive. You need water. water. <laughs> you need shelter. Yeah. But you need music. You need music, definitely. You know, music has always been life, an important element to survival. Yeah. So music, for African people, music has always been in their culture. Like, mm-hmm. you know, right from the beginning. Knows. Knows the sound of yeah. music. You understand me? They so, don't have to learn it. You know, it's yeah, in their you know, bones. It's in, the, it's it's in your DNA. DNA, you know, so... Music has always been something that African love, and they they've been very good at doing. Yeah. And you know, so to just see that African traditional music or what it called Afro beat now. Yeah. You know, and just trending and yeah. uh, and it's trending across the the, the globe. You know, yeah, which is right. nice. People yeah. are not dancing Afro beat in. In, in the Middle East, people dancing yeah. Afrobeat in America, China, in China, you know, it's just yeah. trending. And I see that's, that's a good thing, you know. Definitely, yeah. Very, very good thing. Yeah. Yeah, of course. You know, we can talk about Afrobeat without giving respect to, or giving a, you know, <laughs> respecting the, the king of Afrobeat, the, the creator, you know. Afrobeat okay. wouldn't be Afrobeat without Fela Kuti. That's right. You know, Fela Kuti was the creator right. of Afrobeat. You yeah. understand? He made it possible for Africans to have a unique sound mm-hmm. that represent Africanness. You yeah. know, so yeah. Fela Kuti was a pioneer in his in his time. He was he was the greatest, one of the best musicians I ever heard. Fela Kuti, you know, Bob Marley, Fela Kuti. Yeah greatest musician i ever heard he came the idea of you know there was jazz i think in america you know yeah and so he came with a new sound of jazz blues mm-hmm. and gospel and african drums and s- sound 
mixing everything together and the world is just waking up to Afrobeat. Yes, Afrobeat yeah. has been there for ever so if you don't know anything <laughs> about Afrobeat, go check out fella kuti first record yeah fella kuti thanks to fella kuti for making it possible for people like french montana people like wale or people like whoever Ed Sheeran, Drake, yeah, Drake, Alicia Keys, whoever's making Afrobeat right now, Whiskey, yeah. though, people you think you know are making Afrobeat music hot. Yeah, thanks to Fela Kuti. Fela Kuti is the legend of yeah. Afrobeat. He made it possible to have Afrobeat music and music that identifies itself with Africans and with African people. Yeah. That's a Fela Kuti. Great guy. For you that you're listening, Fela Kuti is a Nigerian, right? He was born in West Africa. And one thing I like about him, I think is one of his best. I don't know if it's the music. I remember watching his documentary and I remember hearing him saying that music shouldn't be just for entertainment, but for education as well. Mm, that yeah. stays in my heart every time I hear Fela Kuti. I think yeah. that's what is missing now in, in today's music. That's right. Because whereby... You have a lot of sound, yeah, and there's no substance. Part, that's that's the you know? point. Yeah, missing is today's music because yeah. look at the the current uh, hip hop in America. Yeah, when I was listening to hip hop, I still listen to hip hop, but I rather I listen to old school hip hop. Well, yeah, I listen to that because it has more good content, more substance. Something you could relate to, isn't of course, it? Like you know, everyday you know, struggle so, yeah. or anything. But the current music now. Yeah. You know, the current music of today, you know, mm. which is uh, trap music. Yeah. You know, and the drum, the 808, you know, and it just make your head. You listen to rap, you know, it was boom bat, you know, a lot of Dr. Dre sound, you yeah. know, a lot of West Coast and Tupac and all those kind of stuff. Though it was, yeah, people still consider it as a gangster rap. Yeah. It had a lot of... Uh, content to it like That's you right. know you can still understand their struggle yeah to the gangster music yeah. like gangster rapping you understand yeah. me so but now the music that you heard from the radio in terms of hip-hop you yeah. know it's a lot of trap music and a lot That's of trap right. music which talks about drugs and women bitches and, and hoes yeah, yeah, yeah. And... you know don't get me wrong gangster rap was talking about bitches and hoes back then but the way they're doing it now and you can't actually understand anything the music doesn't have a substance it doesn't have any meaning it doesn't make any sense so people dance to the beat you know so and to be honest i can't really dance to that kind of beat (laughs) you know like if i yeah if i stick if i wish i still go to the club yeah i don't think i'll be able to dance to those those beats because i don't see myself dancing or just you know like I think you have to be on the setting, yeah, or maybe of, under influence. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> under influence. You understand me? In order for to you be to be able to enjoy, to vibe yeah. to that sound, because yeah. I can't see myself doing it. You know, so, yeah. so that's the only thing that I don't agree with when it comes to this new rap or new trap music they're doing. So I don't like it because yeah. uh, it's not that I'm hating. I just don't feel it. Yeah. But going back to Afrobeat and Fela Kuti. Yeah, Fela Kuti make Afrobeat hard and because a lot of his music came with meaning, That's came right. with, with a message. Yeah. You know, he was trying to educate his people yeah. about politics, social affairs, about, you know, life in general. Yeah. He was a teacher. That's you know? right, yeah. So Fela Kuti made Afrobeat a real 
popular music back in the days because his music, though you had heavy guitar sound and the bass and the drums and the talking drums and African rhythm or you no know, bongos, or, you know, mm -hmm. the percussions, there was a meaning behind every song. That's right. He was a popular figure. Yeah. And every song has a meaning. Yeah. And you can dance to the beat. At the same time, you, you can feel what the message was. That's right. You know? Yeah. That's what Afrobeat that should what, be. That, or is missing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But today you heard Afrobeat. Though yeah. many artists who do Afrobeat, Nigeria, Ghana, and Sierra Leone, and I don't know if in South, South Africa. Africa Zimbabwe, you know, Zimbabwe. all you heard is the sound. Yeah. Which is good. It keeps yeah. you it keeps you going, keeps makes you dancing, you makes you wanna <laughs> shake your something. But, Great, great sound. <laughs> yeah. But the problem is, there's no, there's no message. You yeah. understand? So when you listen to a lot of Afrobeat, so-called artists from yeah. West Africa, especially, yeah, there's not a lot of message. That's you understand right. me? So maybe the the younger generation felt there's no need for them to preach. You know, there's no need for them to teach. Yeah. You know, so that's why they, they don't care about the message. They just care about the the, the beat and that's that's what make people feel happy and make people want to buy the song yeah. which is which is understandable but uh yeah so i mean the, like i can understand from that point of view that maybe well we live in a society where we don't need to keep preaching about what's going on but at the same time the position these artists are or the the power they have i think they should use it to if they don't want to preach, but also like to empower black people, to bring out that side that the whole world is is used to saying that, oh, black people are always poor or dirty, they don't have water, they're all... You mean African people? Yeah, African yeah. people. So I feel like all these African artists, even if they don't want to preach, but at least they can teach or, I don't know, they could use their position to... Yeah, to bring out the other side, I don't know how to of put it down in a nice way, but of course, I we can just there's a there's two sides to that to that yeah. because African artists can portray Africa yeah in a way that maybe help Africa image yeah but, that's what but, I mean yeah the image yeah. we need that main main image of Africa because if you see the video French Montana, how come French Montana? Yeah, he's African, but he's all the way from America to come and shoot a video in the slum yeah. in Africa, praising Africans. How come this kid can do it? Or like an African artist who lives there, who knows the pain and the struggle, everything. Shout out to French Montana. He made a donation and to a local charity organization called Mama Hope in Uganda. Oh, well he, done. He made a donation of $100,000. That's well done. To, 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 to expand a health center in, in uh, Uganda. Uganda. Well I think that, that's, that itself is what I'm talking about. Yeah. You well, know, yeah. It, it's not just taking from the poor yeah but as, as well giving back that's you right. know so french montana has proved himself again yeah that he's true african Can, yeah and he understand the struggle on yeah. the ground so that's right. shout out to french montana for doing that right now 
probably Wizkid is one of the leading artists in terms of Afrobeat. Uh, yeah. Wizkid and Gold, a guy from South Africa and Ghana and stuff. Yeah. Well, from Nigeria, I think it's Wizkid and some other guys, Davido or something. Yeah. yeah. So the problem is, yeah, if they have to portray Africa in a good light, it might not make them sell records. You know, this is the thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. African people, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, of course, people who are outside looking in yeah. from Europe, from America, from other places, maybe it's a good idea for them to sell Africa to the world mm -hmm. by promoting Africa's value, African culture and uh, yeah, tradition yeah. and other African arts and uh and, That's right, yeah. And, and things like that. Yeah. But to African people, yeah. right, I think what they want to see is is fantasy, is uh, beautiful women, nice cars, uh, material things. So let's be honest, whiskey make records. I don't think his intention is to sell it to the world, but to sell it to his own people back home. They were making those records for the international community. I think they no. were making it for people who are back home, local people. Yeah. So, I think for them to sell records, yeah. so they have to sell this fantasy, sell yeah. this idea of, of money, women, big houses, and not flashy cars. And that's what people down in Africa, local people who are poor, that's what they want to see and they enjoy it. Yeah. So these people became famous and because they can actually show these people or the local people, like you can follow your dream and you, mm. one day you can be in a position to get all this wealth, mm -hmm. which is nice cars and stuff. Yeah. So, in a, in a two side thing. So, of course, they have now the responsibility to That's ensure that they, they, they start to, you know, correct those image yeah. and put it in a way that they can sell Africa to the world. Yeah. You know, so they can give different view yeah. of Africa to the world. That's so right. it's their responsibility as individuals to do that. But, you know, we can't just blame artists. I'm not judging them before how they had to sell Africa to get where they are now. But now they're up there. Yeah, I think all the times will tell. Because yeah. then, yeah, Africa music is buzzing yeah. and it's trending. Yeah. And the world is getting to know African music, sound and if Whiskey and maybe, I don't know, who is the best, other artist from South Africa, mm. or South Africa is already as well quite developed country. And um, let's say Ghana, for example. So you go uh, artists, rap artists like Sakodi, yeah. and, and you go other guys as well who are doing, doing great music. Yeah. So, for example, if they are pushing the boundary so hard by themselves to yeah. ensure they promote African or Ghanaian or Nigerian or whatever country it is, music to, mm. to the international communities, mm -hmm. it should be the responsibility of the African government to follow them through. You understand? So yeah. to help them to, to create a better structure, better record level, better policy. But the piracy in Africa is a disaster. Like... Mm. I don't know how these artists make money from, from their records mm. because the piracy is crazy. Yeah. So you can release an album today and it's everywhere, but yeah. you don't get the money, you know? <laughs> and because the piracy, it, it, there's no law to stop that, you know? Yeah. There's no infrastructure in place yeah. to ensure that these artists can actually benefit from their hard work. And, yeah. and, you know, they should benefit, you know, other artists in other countries, they're making 
a couple of hundred thousand millions from selling records and then becoming millionaires by selling records. Mm. And African artists, they got huge amount of followers. Yeah. People listening to their music, people who would buy the ticket to their concert. You know, there's a love there for yeah. African music. There's appetite for African music. Mm-hmm. I mean, from African people, from African people has got this huge appetite now for African music. Yeah. So it's, it's down to the, the government to put something in place yeah. to protect this value. But I think they they don't doing that, so I, I don't they know. Don't. Maybe so, they don't care. So they, don't, they have course, other things to of think course, about. If you say that the artist has to be responsible and selling African image, I kind of agree. At the same time, I disagree because it's too much weight on the shoulder to take on those responsibility and try to sell Africa to the world, <laughs> which I do understand they have yeah. to. It's a personal choice, you know. Yeah. But uh, the government should be the one to push those uh, uh, or to follow through with those development to make sure that the artists get paid properly and and the laws are in place to protect the artists to protect the right of the the songwriters and a lot of things has to be in place which that's the government stuff you know it's not the artist that has to do that it's the government so well until they get there and uh, well people keep enjoying afrobeat as great beats you can dance to it but also music should be a way of sitting down and maybe listening to it because imagine all the african people in diaspora and sometimes you might just want to listen to song to feel a bit home yeah i think there are artists in africa who are doing that who are making music that with substance and music with meaning and message you don't hear from them that much because there are people talented people who make good music with good content and message yeah but they don't make it to the spotlight trust me because why is that because that's what the local people want you know (laughs) it shouldn't be like this whiskey has more fans than i don't know who's the best uh president of nigeria (laughs) no beyond the president of nigeria that that's a that's a worse comparison (laughs) um let's see like Two-Face, for example, which yeah. is a Nigerian artist. And you go, what else can I compare with whiskey with? Again, it's down to the local people. What the local people want to hear. Mm. People want to hear. It's not just the African people. It's also global now. So That's we right. are living in a time where people don't care about the lyrics anymore. People just want to feel good with the music. Every artist who, who are out there trying to make music, first thing they are considering making first impression. People trying to make music that is going to grab people's attention. Yeah. So, of course, substance at that time, it becomes irrelevant because you're living in the age of information. You know, mobile phone, smartphone, social media, you know, a lot of ways you can reach people. So when you grab your attention the first 10 seconds, you know, people just fall in love with it. So... I think that's what it's all down to because people want the music they just want to feel good to and they don't care about the lyrics. So back in the days, it used to be about lyrics, yeah, lyricism, and, but no now. I don't know. I think human brain has evolved. <laughs> it has evolved to a point that they don't care about lyrics no more. They yeah. just want to hear rhythm. So, yeah. yeah. But I think in that way, it puts a lot of pressure on artists, isn't it? Keep making different music all the time to get people to listen to their music because i think back in the day you used to make, release a, an album every two or three years certain songs that will last in your head for five ten years to come and they're always 
Yeah. Every time you hear those songs, you, yeah. you know, like, oh, that's my song. Yeah. But now... I think because artists have to keep evolving, like, growing and try to bring something new to their fans. Yeah. You know, and because it's a very competitive uh, uh, market, mm. especially now mm-hmm. that, you know, the record label who are signing artists are not making the money they used to make yeah. because artists are not selling records as they used to. Mm. And um, basically, you can buy music electronically yeah. on your mobile phone and just stream it. Stream yeah. the music from there. You, you don't own the physical copy. You understand? Yeah. So... That put a lot of weight on the album sales. You understand me? Mm-hmm. So, and also the record label who at this day and age are no longer making money as they used to make. Yeah. So artists have to find a way to grab people's attention using social media or the platform to sell records. So let me ask you, so do you think it's harder to make music nowadays or in the past? Because now all they have to attract, as you said, is like the first 10 seconds to get a really good sound. Yeah. While in the past, they had to get, think about it, write a song, get a content. Or, do you think it was harder back then or it's harder now? You know, <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a funny question because, yeah, I don't think it's harder now to make music or it was harder back then to make music. It was just mm. a different time. Mm. You know, it was a different time. So back then, people preferred to listen to lyrics and want to feel good about the music. They enjoy the message, they enjoy the substance of, of it. They enjoy the whole body of the music. I don't think it's it's easier to write music now or or harder. I don't think so. You just have to go I, with the flow. Go with the flow. <laughs> That's right. And for the people who are in this generation, look at the older generation with music, who got music with a lot of message. Yeah, boring. Yeah, that was a whole <laughs> lot of waste of time. You know, so that was a whole lot of waste of time you guys were spending. Yeah. You know, you wasted a whole day for writing so, that song. No, yeah. And it's still not a hit. <laughs> and it's still not a hit. Yeah. Damn, losers. Oh, so, yeah, that's yeah, right. It's a different time, really. Yeah. So you just have to take it for what it is. Music is music and yeah. and everybody enjoyed it down way. That's right. So that's it. That Thank be- you. Don't forget to subscribe, to follow us on Instagram and No Excuse Talk, to comment, like, share, and I'm amazing Becky. See you later. Bye.